0: Hey gamers! This is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 17 of our podcast that we originally recorded on March 19th of 2014. Some of the news stories we discussed for the week were RBI baseball and how they're keeping baseball simple. Sony adds a free Ninja Bots game to the Playroom on the PS4. Well, they're also raising the price of the PS4 in Canada by 50 bucks. The Last of Us sells six million copies. We take a look at Sony's VR headset, and Titanfall 2 shouldn't be a Microsoft exclusive. The games we're playing for the week are Elder Scrolls Online Beta, Zen Pinball 2, Tales of Zillia. We also discuss some of the games we want to play now. Enjoy the episode. We are live. This is Joe and Greg from What I'm Playing Now, episode 17 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. Intro music start now. Almost. We're not going that far with it yet. We're getting there. Alright everybody. Send us emails. And I think there's a cat behind me playing on playing with the
1: sheet. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, it's possessed, dude. You got like ghosts behind you. (laughs) Send us emails at what I'm playing now at
0: gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. Greg Picture Time. Uncle Greg's picture, picture Minute. minute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, we got our first bumper going on. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know how well that came through or not. Uh, that's, that's kind of a new thing. I, fi- I finally figured out how to do that on my mixer. And uh, so we're going to try to take it little baby steps at a time. I got a little bumper for my Picture Minute. And then eventually we're going to play the intro to the show with that. So the picture this week, um, Joe got the plague. And uh, actually so did his wife. And I figured I'd pay homage to them both. This is Joe puking on his wife. <laughs> there there, there are some people
0: who probably actually like that. Neither of us actually do. I will state that right now.
1: <laughs> in some cultures, that's a way of courting. Uh, yes, yes. In you know, other, other places, you know, some people take offense to that. Here, we may take offense to that. She's offered to hold my hair back before
0: I said no, no. Get <laughs> out heard- of here.
1: This is between me and the big white telephone
0: in the bathroom and
1: uh you you both are bald here coincidentally so yeah, that's that's fine that's fine um so there they there you go and uh joe's i fuch- didn't i you know actually
0: i thought that was something from skyrim you know like a Fushro da or something you know going on you know,
1: <laughs> well, this, is, this is this is <laughs> the dragon speak for puking
0: D- that, okay we'll we'll have to see if there's a dragon one for that i mean <laughs> <laughs> awesome Yes, um, we are a couple days late um, in my house. The wife and I basically were down with what we call the plague of 2014 for a couple of days. If you get this, I feel sorry for you. You do not want it. Um, it was horrible. I have not been that sick in well over 10 years. So, But after Greg's nice, lovely picture, we are jumping right into the news. It is almost springtime here in the U.S. Snow is melting we are down in Arizona, Florida, and every place else that it's warm playing baseball, and RBI baseball is coming out soon. Yes. And it sounds like it's going to go back to its NES roots. It is going to be a two-button game, 16-man rosters instead of 25-man rosters, no career or franchise mode. There's going to be an exhibition mode, a season mode, and a playoff mode for the EGM article we are going to link to in our... Show notes. That's right. And this sounds pretty awesome. It's going to arrive
1: arrive on April 10th. So actually it will be here. Well, I am at Pax East. Yes. And but I will be buying the game and I will I'll probably live stream it. Um But this is probably gonna piss off some of the some of the younger generation. It's like, oh I want franchise mode. Bah! Like, no, you're gonna know what it was like to actually play an awesome game. Okay. And that, and that awesome game was RBI baseball on the NES. And I'm going to question you immediately. How the hell are you going to stream this thing? Because I am actually going to be a dick and buy a, uh, oh, hardware, hard, a hardware capture device for my PS3. Nice. Okay, because I was going to say, I could stream it for my PS4 mm-hmm. through Twitch. No, I'm going to buy... No, I'm actually... I've been looking at hardware capture devices for my PS3 for some time. And uh, I think I found one or two that I'm narrowing down to, and I may commit to one before too long. And what, which ones
0: would those be? Because I was looking at those a couple weeks ago myself. We were discussing this.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll drop them Total in the show notes.
0: Total tangent now. for the show. <laughs> I'm I'll just interested because Greg had not shared this with me before the show started.
1: No, I will drop those in the show notes because those are on my work laptop. I don't remember which ones I was looking at specifically. Well, the big, um, the big ones that I was
0: looking at was the Hop Hog and
1: the Elgato, I think. I think the Hop the hop Hog was the one I was looking at, but there was a different one. And that was, was the second. one I was leaning towards as well. Yeah, I have that one on the list. I, I don't have my work laptops in my bag, so I can't pull it up. But uh, there was a second one I found that I was interested in. But yeah, it's down to two. And actually, on a side note to this, I will
0: note something regarding the PS4. Um, right now, the PS4 has the HD, I believe it's HDCP. Um, piece blocked or basically encoded Um, I believe that's going to be updated and lifted in a future um, firmware update I read earlier today I didn't put that in the show notes but um, since we are discussing this um, if you do have a hardware capture device you can actually start using that with with this um, future PS4 update um, that they're coming out with uh, so you don't have to just rely on Twitch or Ustream to stream out to
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Because so, right now I believe that is pretty much your only option with the PS4 due to that yeah. um, hardware encoding. Yeah, so that I, will be nice when that actually happens as well.
1: Yeah, the other thing to note too, just a side note, with these hardware capture devices, if anybody's interested in looking into getting one, they are expensive. You had yeah. better be prepared You're, to yeah, shell absolutely. out at minimum 200 bucks. Yeah,
0: that's about what I was looking at. And there yeah. was one other one besides the Elgato and the... Hop Hog, or however you want to say that, that I was looking at that I found in a bunch of forums, and I can't remember the name of it, Mm -hmm. I'll have to give it to you to make sure you know you can research that one, too. Um, And we can put those all in the show notes once we do decide on which ones we go with. Because I was really considering getting one, too, because you're really limited. I mean, I could do it on the PS4, like I said, out to Twitch with our Twitch channel. Um, But you having the PS3 and stuff, and me having the 360 and the PS3 as well, um, it would even be nice if I could find a way to do something for the Vita. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably sure there is a way you could
1: do it through the Vita. Well, I could even do it through the PS3, though, or not the PS3, uh, the PSP. Yeah, because I have the uh, the component hookups. Okay. Yeah, the component hookups for the PSP, so I could do that. All right. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And like I said, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be laughing my ass off at the little noobs. don't understand what it's like to not have have anything beyond exhibition. (laughs) Well, the one neat thing,
0: this is something that I kind of wanted to discuss about this, is that there's going to be no online play, so it's going to be basically local co-op. Oh, thank God. Which is something that I really missed from the original Xbox and the PS2 days. Most of your games back then, since your um, online play, I mean, there weren't a lot of people that really had the network adapter for the PS2 I mean, the the original Xbox did have the network cable built into it, Mm -hmm. so you were able to plug that in, but not a lot of people had Xbox Live back then. Um, And that was one thing I think that my wife and I missed out of the PS3 and the 360 generation, where most of the games were online, and I think originally in the early part of that whole generation of games, everybody was pushing to get so much stuff online that the local co-op stuff, you know, for two people on the couch together were kind of overlooked, and that was something that we really, really missed, and I'm really glad of seeing to make a comeback finally.
1: Well, what do you think if I tell you that it it seems possible that they were trying to phase out local co-op, and they were trying to do it for the simple fact of people were bitching about split screen, because so many people were doing split screen wrong. Oh, well, I'm... You know? I,
0: I pretty I pretty much would agree with you with that statement. But the nice thing is now that you have, you know, huge, normally HD TVs that people are playing on, doing split screen is not a freaking problem right now.
1: Oh, right. I mean, it's not like you're playing on a four by three, you know, little piece of shit like I have back my PS2 on back there. Right. Um. You know, you've got the screen space for split screen. Let's start using it. Bring it back. Exactly. You
0: yeah. Know? And I think now is a great time. So I'm kind of stoked about that and excited to see. Um, that that was one of the things that they were pushing with this game, uh, that there was not going to be online. And that was one thing I wanted to bring up before we jumped on to the next article that we were discussing, which is an article from GameSpot. Um, The Playroom, which is the game piece that utilizes the camera, which I am one of the few lucky people to have it sounds like still, Um, because it sounds like it's still really hard to find. I was reading an article about that today, that it's actually still in short demand, and Sony really didn't understand that it was going to be in this high of demand. Um, they actually released a new, new game for it called Ninja Bots. I have not had a chance to update that. I'm actually going to try to update download this um, either later on today or tomorrow and give this a shot, and Kim and I will give this a, a go and see what it plays like. It looks pretty cool from the picture they have on GameSpot, mm-hmm. uh, but for free games, some of the games that are on there are all right. I mean, they're not super big games. We actually sat down and started going through the Twitch and Ustream channels that people were streaming out from their PS4s with the cameras, and all I could say is, uh, fucking wow. <laughs> uh, people are doing more than playing games with this thing, and some of the stuff people are streaming are just insane. Uh, is
1: this turning into hillbilly
0: porn shit again? It's freaking unbelievable what people are doing out there. <laughs> I- <laughs> How people like this have consoles and PS4s and know how to do this shit is beyond me. It's it's crazy. Some of the stuff we were seeing, she was just like, I go, you want to talk about reality TV? I go, watch this. And I pulled some of this shit up and she was just sitting there and I was just looking at her and she was like, this is fucking unbelievable. I go, yep. That's pretty much what I thought. <laughs> In other words, go outside. and <laughs> It was crazy shit. So... We have a bunch of stories to talk about, but I think we're just going to pound through them all really quick. I think they're all pretty much shorter stories, not a lot to talk about them.
1: If, eh, there's, something you
0: wanna, if there's something you want to talk about in extents, you know, in any
1: sort of... I would say except for eh, the second-to-last story, they're all kind of run-throughs yeah. real quick. Because, I mean, the last two were kind of like breaking news. We just saw them on tweeters before we jumped on, so... yeah.
0: So One of the things we found a story for last week was Valve adds, um, this is from Polygon, Valve adds Steam support options for adult offensive content. Basically, I think we talked about a couple weeks ago the way Valve was implementing um, a flag type, not a flag type system, but a tag type system where you can tag games with different monikers and stuff. They are now letting you flag a game um, that could be in quotes, patently offensive or intended to shock or disgust, or includes defamatory statements, among other options. I guess that's up to your.
1: Uh, view I just, what
0: that means. That's a very broad definition, as far as I'm concerned, because that's yeah, that's what one person finds shock or disgusting. Another person might not. So
1: it's it's extremely subjective.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I it'll be see- interesting to see how this stuff actually plays out.
1: Yeah, I could I could see this, depending on how they use this rating system, I can see this being detrimental to somebody's... You know, especially if it's an indie developer. Well, I, I guess, think I think some of the developers were thinking that about the tag system as well. Right, but I think that's played out to their benefit. For the I, most I don't,
0: part. I don't think tagging has broken much stuff, but I think a lot of people were concerned that games would get tagged improperly in and inappropriately. So... I think it's really just going to be up to the community to police it properly and whether you have the stupid internet taking over or whether you have the proper internet coming in and sling the bad hammer down.
1: It's going to be the stupid internet. You know it is.
0: Probably. so. Good luck out there, people, with your games. Um, We got another story from Polygon. Uh, PlayStation 4 price is rising in Canada. (laughs) Sony is selling these things so good they're raising the price, actually, no. Um, basically, from quote here, due to changes in the market environment, they are increasing the price of the PS4 in Canada Canada, 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 Canada. to 450 Games are going to go up um, 5 to $10 and the
1: camera is expected to go up 5 bucks as well. And that's not the game GameStop. Hike on the camera, either.
0: <laughs> no, so. no, that will be an additional <laughs> be hike on top of that. So, see, this up in Canada. Good, good luck to you people up there trying to get a camera.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, geopolitics don't help you in the gaming industry. Apparently, just like they don't help you in the oil industry.
0: Yeah, so I think there was a lot of uproar about this, especially with um, Titanfall coming out last week, and Microsoft really. Bundling and trying to cut prices and give you deals on their console and bundles and everything, and Sony just comes in and is like, "Okay, up in Canada, we're raising the price of fifty bucks on the console." Mm-hmm. So.
1: Merry Christmas. It, it,
0: yeah, it's I mean, that, a that, crazy ass world out here. I, that, so far. That sucks for them, though, man. That, that really does. That yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, just but, make
1: it just make it the same damn price everywhere and let it go. Well, I mean, there's. I, they're selling enough of the damn things that it shouldn't matter. Due to changes in the market environment, this <laughs> price
0: reflection could be the same. That four forty-nine here could be three ninety-nine down here in the US now.
1: Well, you know that what? That's the reason why they're doing it. So that's why they just start sell that's why they start buying shit in US dollars and quit crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> stupid Canadians and their stupid Canadian currency. <laughs> so Canada
0: people, good luck up there, Canucks. Um I'm sure the PS4 is still going to be a big seller up there.
1: Oh, yeah. People are still going to buy it.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Our next story, as we pile through these list of stories we have, GameSpot has given us a story letting us know The Last of Us, Naughty Dog's huge game, has sold six million copies. Yes. Which is a pretty, pretty damn good achievement for a new IP.
1: Achievement get.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They have, uh, they have unlocked the um, Platinum Trophy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, they have. <laughs> and and so you know what? The,
0: the DLC, um, this is still something I want to get around to playing, but who knows? I, it could be two years till I play this. I, I could start playing this when the PS5 comes out. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I told you, dude. I told you I would send you the disc. I will send you the disc.
0: Considering the plague of 2014 has just knocked me back almost a week in what I wanted to play, dude
1: now i'm even a a further behind (laughs) i I just can't i just can't get ahead yeah your backlog is just so out of whack right now but you're that you're that squirrely guy right yep 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 and we'll see what happens when some of these other stories we talk about come up so yeah i i probably would have bought all six million copies of the last of us that was probably me
0: this Uncle, game, un- right? Uncle Greg, I'm coming to live with you then. Because <laughs> I got all the monies. Obviously you have money if you can buy six million copies of one game.
1: I, it's just that good, you know? I sold a kidney for it. Don't judge. I, I'd sell a kidney for that much shit. Oh, fuck, somebody,
0: somebody offers me. I'm sure I'm sure somebody already has. So <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think that's legal on eBay anymore, though. I don't, think, I don't know if it ever was. Uh, we got another story from GameSpot. First images of Amazon's game controller appear
1: and what do you think? I'm still confused with like, Amazon gaming. I, I don't understand this. Do we really need another fucking gaming? Uh, never mind. Well, it's not going to be just a gaming device. It's And I don't want to say it's going to be like an
0: Xbox One. I mean, This is going to be basically more like, like an Apple TV or Roku and stuff like that. But I have a feeling you're going to be able to play Android games on there. Now keep in mind... That we did talk about a story a couple weeks ago where Amazon did purchase Double Helix games. Right. Who made Killer Instinct. That's out on the Xbox One currently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, are there going to be exclusive games for this device? Possibly. Um, but I have a feeling it's going to be more Android, toy, Android store games uh, that are going to be played with this. Do they need controllers like this? Some of them might play a little better with a controller, but
1: there is actually a lot of talk on Android dev forums about, because the newer APIs of Android actually support joystick input. Right. Um, and you can map arbitrary buttons, like with this one, how it has, for some ungodly reason, which I know what they're for, but it just was goofy how it has like the media con- player controls on like the bottom center of that. Um, I mean, the Android truthfully, APIs... Truthfully, that's a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I just... It, I, I kind of
0: I I like that. I it think that's actually a kind of a good idea because, like, when I had my 360 or the PS2 and I was always, or my original Xbox, you always had a separate remote because using the, using the controller to control the media functions was a pain in the ass.
1: you always had to use the shoulder buttons for it.
0: Yeah. So if you have that stuff actually built right onto the controller where it's easy to use, to, I, I'd have to try it, but to me that would be one thing that they kind of got right, I would say. Especially if it's going to be used for you know multimedia the functionality like that.
1: So this is, I mean, so those buttons there, I'm thinking you know Amazon cloud like MP3 player VOD service is instantly available from the device. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of the gaming, but I've never, I, I mean, i I would think it would be Android offerings, but I've never used Amazon's App Store for Android. So I don't know what they have on there what the, what it is that they're what they're going to have that's going to leverage them against, you know, like Play for example. I would say it's not as robust as Play. Okay. It
0: will, it will rival it, but it's definitely does not have it doesn't have the volume of items on there and sometimes things are released to Play first and then Amazon much later.
1: Well, don't doesn't Amazon have like an exclusivity thing? with their app store if i remember correctly i don't believe so okay i thought i remembered there being like an exclusivity thing for them or, or i know i believe there is a like an initial paywall for devs to get in i am not 100% certain on that one I, that i'm not too sure of i have to look, I have to double check so i'm probably lying through my ass right now i mean but i but i know that there's stuff that i look
0: for on play and then I look for it on Amazon, and it might not be on Amazon for a while. So, because I I still use my Kindle and download the free app of the day every now and then. I think the free app of the day actually for today from Amazon was the Bard's Tale. Um, and I think I had that on my on the Play Store well over a year ago. I mean, but I don't know how long it's been on Amazon. But today it was free, so I grabbed it.
1: I said, "What the hell?" Nice. Sh- <clears throat> yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean. The, the controller doesn't look bad. I mean, it's not the, the most... controller it's not
0: doesn't look bad. It doesn't look the world's greatest. I, I'd have to f- see how it feels and see how the button feels and everything.
1: The, it, I, I would hope it would be light. The flat surface kind of reminds me of a Dreamcast controller. Yeah. It sort of does. It, it sort of reminds me of a Dreamcast controller. And frankly, the Dreamcast controller was amazing. And it, looks like, that thing. The, it looks like the butt, And
0: it looks like your um, pads, your thumb pads it looks like the left one's taller than the right one. You think? From the angle that it's shot at, to me it kind of does. Because hmm. they actually have they actually have controller add-ons like um, Control Freak sells, controlfreak.com, yeah. that you can put on your controllers, um, 360, PS4, Xbox One, PS3, and all of them. Um, and some of them you can actually raise up the one button to give you a better, give you more angle of control when you're playing certain games.
1: That's interesting. That might actually be more ergonomic, though. Yeah. If you think about it, It, because your one thumb's always constantly on there. Yeah. It's hard to tell from this angle, but, I mean, considering
0: you can see part of the base on one and not on the other, I don't know if it's the
1: way they took the shot or if the one just is a little taller... Um, yeah, I, I think it's got to be angle here. They should have taken one that was, you know, 90 degrees. Yeah, it probably a
0: little and I didn't watch yeah. the movie on GameSpot, so, you know, if we maybe launched the movie and actually watched a little bit, maybe there's a different angle of it. Oh, you know what? Scroll down. I would say they're about the same size, so I will take back what I said. Oh, my God. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. So... Since we got that part, wrong, let's move on to the Shenmue story. <laughs> we got it, run, we corrected it,
1: what the hell. Yeah, but we did it in the same breath, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we're just that classy. I just wanted to make mention of this. Um, Shenmue, if you're not familiar with it, you know, what the fuck's wrong with you, for one thing. Um, for another thing, I'll enlighten you. Shenmue is probably one of the best games on the Dreamcast. Um uh, Joe and I were talking about this before the show. I mean, that's that's an argumentative statement. I mean, some people are going to say, you know, Sonic Adventure Two was the best one, or Power Stone, or whatever. But I, I'm going to say Shenmue was the best. Um, cult game, dude. Total freaking cult game. Yep. And there's there's always been a lot of mystery surrounding this franchise. And, and anytime anybody can get an interview with the developer of the game, uh, Yu Suzuki, uh, they jump all over it, man. And they've everybody's got questions for them. So this one was basically just a little interview they had at GDC um, where he was revealing minor development details about the original game and some of the uh, the one thing I thought was really interesting was um, because their compression algorithms for the data were so non optimized when they originally planned the game uh, they were looking at pushing it out on 50 to 60 cd ROms. That would have just cost a couple bucks back then. <laughs> yeah, well, considering the fact it came out on four GD ROMs, I'd say they did pretty good. You know, um, yeah, I, I just there's, there's some details in here that's gonna the links gonna be in the show notes. You can Take a look at it if you're interested. Um, but they were playing around with a lot of, a lot of cool stuff, like they were making cats walk on both their back hind legs, uh, giving men animations, uh, animation styles that were very feminine of. Uh, you know Marilyn Monroe ish. So it, it's just really cool. The game is awesome. Game is awesome, no matter which way you look at it.
0: Very good game. Very disturbing. Um,
1: notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the last thing we need is Rio walking around like uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. I tell you what, man, that seventy-five man fight at the end of the game was awesome oh, dude, I played that thing over and over again so many times because after you finished it, you could go back and play it again from the title screen. Mm-hmm. I, I must have played that like 70 to 100 times, dude. Easy. Wow. Easy. And the music was so cool.
0: I, I know that in reading the article, several people I, or some people asked him basically um, when Shenmue 3 was going to be released.
1: That's and the it other sounds,
0: one. And it sounds like he quoted At the Right Opportunity.
1: Which is never. (laughs) Probably. They have been... This is the other thing I was hinting at when I first started talking about this. There have been talks for years now since Shenmue 2's release. uh, Where's Shenmue 3 at? Because Shenmue 2 did not complete the story. You had a pretty decent cliffhanger at the end of the game. Uh, There was work at some point in time on Shenmue Online. Ah, uh, there was a demo trailer that was teased for a while that showed characters from Shenmue Two, but nothing ever came of it. I just kind of went into the toilet, and ever since then, nobody's heard a damn thing. So that always gets asked of him. Anybody time, anytime anybody sees him, Shenmue Three, where's it at? <laughs> Finish the story, damn it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next story was one of the new ones that we picked up. We had a couple new ones we picked up right before the show. Um, Nice story from Polygon. I think I retweeted this from Joystick or somebody last night on my Twitter account or on the Google Plus stream. I think it was Joystick or EGM. I can't remember which one. Um, Sony announces Project Morpheus. Um, so we're going to get to take the blue or yellow pill and put on Sony's virtual reality headset and see how it is. Um, this was actually announced uh, yesterday at GDC, which is going on right now out there in California, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um and it looks like it went through several iterations, and some of the early ones look really, really psycho and crazy. Um, but the but the one that they were showing out there, which they still say is a prototype, um, looks pretty sweet. I have to say, um, yeah. really, it really looks like something you could sell, and it looks like something I would freaking buy instantly. Let me tell you,
1: yeah. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I'm always I'm a serious, serious skeptical on this whole VR thing. I I think skeptic is the wrong word. I'm I'm kinda just like one hundred almost one hundred percent against it. Uh, I am ready to
0: embrace this and love it and hug it and (laughs)
1: feed it little treats. Don't don't no, stop there. (laughs) Don't go any further. (laughs) You're gonna puke on it, no?
0: <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully those days are behind us.
1: <laughs> um. Anyways, what I was getting at this, this actually looks like this has the possibility to change my mind about it.
0: I, considering when you read some of the specs that it came with, um, 1080p, 90 degree field of, plus field division, um, it has position and rotation head tracking, three meter working volume, and a full 360 degrees. I mean, this thing sounds incredible. Now, some of the tweets I've read today, um, one tweet basically said that the line to see this was extremely long. Yeah. And if you weren't already in it, pretty much forget it. Um, some of the other stuff I heard was saying that uh, that this was really a lot better than uh, the Oculus Rift, than what the Oculus Rift people were putting out, which stinks. I mean, because there's actually supposed to be a developer 2 kit coming up for the Oculus Rift that they were selling that they announced that I think is that they, they announced our dev kit 2, which is like 350 bucks I think, for the PC. Right. So I'm guessing when this comes out, I hate to say this, is probably going to cost as much as a damn console. It's going to cost as much as the PS4. I don't see how it can't. Um, but I will sell a kidney to get this thing.
1: I know. like, my, my I'm kind of watching my Twitter as we're doing the show and it it it's blowing up with Morpheus news. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean it's literally one thing after another Project Morpheus on this thing. Um I I kind of feel bad for the Oculus Rift guys. I mean they have a fairly decent amount of weight behind them. I mean Carmax over there. Right? I would not I would not count them out. I'm not uh, yeah, I'm um, not I, think, I think I
0: think they're really going for two different markets cuz Oculus Rift said that they don't want to touch the touch the consoles. They said the consoles weren't powerful enough for this. So however Sony's doing all this stuff, they got to be doing some sort of freaking wizardry to where this thing is integrating with the camera and everything and It'll be interesting to see how it all works together, but I wouldn't count Oculus out because what I've seen in the Oculus so far looks really sweet, and you have a big PC contingency base out there um, to deal with. So it, they, I, I think there's room for multiple platforms right now, I, and I don't think you're going to find one that's going to work cross-platform for quite a while still since this, whole, since this stuff is really in its infancy as far as I'm concerned.
1: Honestly, the closest we ever had to that was the fucking Virtual Boy. Right, and that did nothing to give you headaches. That was, a, that was the best console ever, man. What are you talking about? I never had one. I
0: think I saw one.
1: I When I lived in Ravenna, and I was, uh, this was back when I was in sixth grade, there was a kid that I used to hang out with, and he had a Virtual Boy. And I played that thing for maybe 20 minutes, and I l- literally had a migraine. <laughs> After, I, I played Mario Tennis on that thing, and it, oh my god, I I just... I looked at him and was like, Do you ever play this thing? Nope. All right. There you go. <laughs> All
0: right. One of the other stories we had to discuss Yahoo Games, introducing the Yahoo Games Network and new Yahoo Classic games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This was, this, so, was,
1: this was breaking news, Or.
0: Yeah. You had just saw this on Twitter, and we had to look into this and read a little bit about this because there's kind of two different things going on here. Mm-hmm. So we can start off with the Yahoo Classic Games, which I guess would be similar to a Pogo or a Facebook game type service where you're basically playing games online. Now, the Yahoo Games Network is a little different. The Yahoo Games Network is the reason why this was announced at GDC because it is more for developers. Mm -hmm. It appears to be a way for developers to actually actually create games and publish the games and put them on the Yahoo Games Classic Network. Yep. Um, it looks like they're going to be taking 30% fee. They also have back-end game services. They have an SDK you can go and download right now. Um,
1: okay, I, I'm actually downloading the SDK right now. It's only like 16 meg. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. But, um, but it looks like for
0: developers, this could be something that could be very interesting. Um, I'm really surprised Facebook didn't think of coming out with something like this to mm-hmm. actually use on Facebook, considering how forward-thinking you would think that they would be and all the games that are actually on Facebook. I actually give kudos to Yahoo for coming out with this because um, i kind of like to follow this and see what type of games are actually going to be made through here and see
1: what what comes out of this. Yeah, I just got the SDK downloaded. Um, So they support having games being run in multiple languages that can be deployed on this this service. Uh, You can use ActionScript 3, which is for Flash, Uh, Unity 3D, which is obviously the Unity game client, Uh, C Sharp, Android, and iOS. Uh, they also they also will give you a multiplayer development and for server for you know server backends for multiplayer. Um, now, just looking at this SDK that I downloaded, it looks like it's nothing but a bunch of DLLs that I'm assuming contain APIs to connect to the service. So basically, you just get the service connectors now, and you're free to do whatever the hell you want. Got it. Okay. And there is a getting started. I mean, there is a there is like a kind of readme inside of here, and it does come with sample programs that I'm assuming use the APIs. Um, probably show you how to do all the connections and everything. Yeah, there's only uh, there are only samples though for the flash, uh, for for ActionScript, for .NET, and for Unity 3D. For iOS and Android, you kind of left to your own devices. There's a jar file for the Android one, so you can, you know, disassemble the jar and take a look at the classes in it and whatnot, but yeah, this is this is actually kind of cool. I, I, I'm I kind of glad I caught this at the last second. I'm really interested to see where this goes. Yeah,
0: I'd like to see what type of games come out of this, and um, if developers actually use this. Um, it'll be neat to see, considering for the back-end services, if you actually make it exclusive um, to Yahoo and you have less than, like, 5,000 daily active users, your back-end services is, are basically free, it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do an exclusive on the Yahoo Games channel. So um, definitely something we're going to have to keep an eye on uh, going forward in the future to see and see if you actually even put anything up here
1: coming up. I, I've i been getting an itch to write a game for a while. Uh, I've worked on a couple projects. I've got a couple that I've been, got halfway through and just kind of staled because I've been working on stuff for this and... And, uh, and everything else. Everything. I've just got so much shit going on, but um, yeah. I kind of feel like since I kind of caught this at the beginning, I'd like to try to do something with it and just see what happens, just for testing sake. See how it goes. It doesn't look like there's a, a uh, startup fee to get into this. It looks like there's just a registration that you have to go through. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I I would I'm more than happy to be guinea pig for this see what happens. I give me a reason to write some Java again. Cool. And
0: one of our last stories before we get on to what we're playing now was a breaking news thing that I had seen. Um, EGM was reporting it. Um, and it appears that Polygon and GameSpot were talking about this. Titanfall sequel, Titanfall 2 or whatever it may be called, um, will not be exclusive to Microsoft platforms, according to sources. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so that will be very interesting. So we could see Titanfall 2, which everybody's wondering if it's going to be a yearly installment of a game like COD or Battlefield or something where, well, you know, a, a normal shooter or, you know, like EA does so many of their other, their, their sport franchises, they're, tur- you know, churning out yearly. Um, if this is going to be a yearly type of game, and it'll be interesting to see if this actually comes out on PS4 God. in the next incarnation of it. So, I think that's it
1: for news. Did we have anything else to talk about news? Uh, nope, other than I still think Courtney Love found the plane. But that's beside the point.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And I thought I was on medication. Aren't you? Uh no, I'm not. Uh, okay, never mind then. I just I just lost that one. All I don't right. I think I am. Am I? I don't uh, know. Kim slipped something in your drink? I don't know. There
0: could let's hope so. Mm. <laughs> some uh some Jack I, I think that would... I do not need that right now. I think that would be the last thing my stomach needs right now. Yeah. And I prefer scotch anyway.
1: Oh, look at you, Mr. Sophisticated.
0: Actually, I've been drinking scotch since I was 21.
1: Oh, okay. So...
0: Well, I don't. I drink wine. So I started very. I started very early drinking scotch, and I. It's it's definitely an acquired taste. For as much different alcohols as my wife drinks, my Kim can drink anything under the sun. She can drink tons of tequila without lemon and salt, just straight shots. She cannot stand scotch for the life oh. of her. She thinks it tastes like kerosene. And I love scotch.
1: Has she ever drank kerosene?
0: I I don't believe so. I will have to ask her. But I'm going to guess no, because she's alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know, I, 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 I just call it like I see it, you know. All right. I, I actually
0: wouldn't mind a scotch right now, though that does sound good. Um, What we're playing now. We played last Saturday the Elder Scrolls Online Beta. You picked up a beta key. I've been in the last couple of betas. I was never super impressed with the game. I kind of actually had fun playing, though. I don't know if it was because there were two of us actually going around kind of playing together is why I enjoyed it so much. I really enjoyed the mage. I really liked what the mage character had to do and would have brought to the table. I liked the combat this time around. I liked the starting area a hell of a lot better than the starting area I started at with my other character. Um, It's
1: because I picked picked the alliance, man. I may
0: may be pre-ordering this now. And if I pre-order this, this is going to make my game backlog that much fucking bigger. Yeah, I. So i i have a i have a dilemma ahead
1: of me. I yeah, I had fun playing the beta, um, despite the fact that the the two or three of the quests that we did were buggy. Um, yeah,
0: you some of the stuff that was buggy on Saturday, I went back through and finished one of them on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and then found three or four other ones that were buggy. Um, but I think a lot of that had to do with the amount of people that they let in. I think this was the largest amount of people they let in. To play at any one time, because there were a lot of people in chat saying, "Why are these quests so broken? They've never been broken in any other beta." Um, so I just think it had to do with the amount of the volume that they basically had coming through, and I think they're just trying to ramp up for for launch and hopefully, hopefully, try to make a smooth launch. Right, because we all pretty much know how a lot of these
1: games launch. Broken, you, not good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Final. What was it? Final Fantasy. Fourteen. Uh, yeah. Well, considering that's a realm reborn now, a year later. Well, yeah. Remember what happened? They released it, and it was like oh, so. Oh, I remember. So horribly broke, they actually took it back.
0: <laughs> they actually gave it free to play to all the people for a year. I think that bought it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that one was bad, and I still, I played the beta for that on the PS4 a couple weeks ago and I still just could not get into that game whatsoever. I actually do know some people that I used to play Rift with that are currently playing um, that game, and I was mm-hmm. at more power to you. I just couldn't.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like you're friends with a lot of people who are dyed-in-the-wool MMO guys. I, well, there's there's a lot of people. I mean, since I've been playing MMOs for
0: the, over, the, over 13 years now, there's a big contingency of gamers that I know that do play Um, and there's a lot of people that I know that do bounce from MMO to MMO. There's people that I know that stick with an MMO for a couple of years. Um, I believe those people that had played Rift, this is probably one of the first games they jumped over to since the Rift days that I left a long time ago. So I I do have several different groups of gamer friends in in different circles that uh, do play MMO. So yeah.
1: I I do know quite a people that do play them. So... Uh, but yeah, get get back to ESO. Um, I actually, I, I'm still extremely on the fence about this game. I mean, it could go one way or the other. I'm, I'm thinking I may want to buy it, but then I'm thinking, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not as big into MMOs as you are, and I'm not. I feel like I could take that money and better spend it on, on a different RPG. Yes. Yes. Like the but, the new Tales just, game that I didn't get. But ju- but just
0: keep in mind, MMOs are the games that pretty much have no end as far as RPGs go.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, we were talking about that before because you said, you know, I like those massively long RPGs, and C- I do. Cons- yes, considering that is exactly what you like, I
0: I am just extremely surprised you have never gotten into an MMO before, um, because it seems like that would be completely right up your alley.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know but, if it's. I don't know if it's a social aspect that throws me off about it. And, or... and,
0: and that could that could be, because it does take a different type of player. Because one of the things you were saying is, oh, my God, look at chat, look at chat. And I was like, dude, I've been playing these games for so long. Ignore chat. All right? Chat's a joke.
1: Hey, pretty true. much,
0: day one, the first thing you do is you pretty much remove any sort of global chat channel from your tab whatsoever. <laughs> you
1: just remove that. That's that's almost become customary across MMOs. Well, I think the thing that really bothered me, about, and I think this is the best example I can give to, towards my argument, is when we were doing that one quest where we had to kill the mobs by that route, and we yes. were ro- and we were roping them back in, and that fucking moron kept running down and killing them right before the route. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. I wanted to reach through the screen and punch him in the face. Uh, well, that, you have to keep in mind
0: that, one, he, he probably didn't know what the hell he was doing, right. just like we were right. trying to figure it out, because it took us a couple of... T- t- Minutes to figure out what was actually supposed to happen, and two, sometimes people just go for a free for all, and those are the type of people you kind of just right click on them, put on your block list, and just make sure you never group with them ever again. <laughs> and, and you and you move along in your day. I mean, there's it's that that is the one thing with MMOs. You do kind of sometimes hit the the low barrel of the internet sometimes on there. I mean, but the, for every Bad time I've had. There have been twenty more good times that I've had um, over and above that, and people that I've met and have stayed friends with and kept in contact with over the years, um, just from playing MMOs.
1: So you're saying this is an opportunity for me to social network?
0: You could look at it like that if you want to say that. Certainly.
1: This is going to be a sixty dollars a month Facebook. I'm Certainly.
0: in. And it's, it's, it's only fifteen a month. It's not sixty. And and I can guarantee in six months to a year it'll go free to
1: play. Yeah, that just that's I think that's the other thing that's bothering me. I can't see paying fifteen a month for that thing.
0: Yeah. It'll be it'll be hard. It'll be interesting to see how long they actually keep the subscription numbers up to be able to charge that fifteen dollar fee before they actually have to start considering going free to play.
1: So I would I could see them charging for content.
0: Not well, and that's Access. and that's pretty and that's pretty much what they say the fifteen dollars a month is for, not necessarily for the content, but for ongoing development. Hmm. I mean, well, just like Ashron's Call, Ashron's Call used to put out a a patch every month and give you new content, new quests. They would update old stuff, fix bugs, and everything like that. So. That was easy to justify. Like I said, most games aren't that aggressive. I think Rift was one of the only other ones that I saw would come out with regular updated content so quickly. I think some of the other ones have tried to follow in that vein as well lately. Um, some of the newer MMOs. It'll be interesting to see how fast the leveling curve is in um, ESO, and if it's as fast as it was in Rift. Because Rift was Rift was, I wouldn't say Rift was extremely fast, but Rift was almost perfect for me unlike a lot of the Korean or Japanese MMOs like um, like Final Fantasy 11 that I had played um, or Ion, where you are just hitting walls once you get to certain levels and it's the game just comes to a complete halt and it's a grind and just is no longer fun.
1: Right. Now the leveling from what, from what we did play the leveling in ESO actually felt it normal. felt about right. I would, I would
0: say
1: we were at the lower levels though so it all
0: depends on what you get into the 30s and 40s um, where that level and curve how that level and curve went if it almost stayed the same throughout that whole thing um, you know each each level you go it's going to get a little bit harder but the harder it gets the harder mobs you go fight and that tends to kind of make up for it normally right um, it does you know in your higher levels you do tend to slow down a little but you don't want to ever
1: feel like you're not making any headway. That that was the problem I had when we did Cube World. But it was at yeah. the start. Like, I really right. just... I, I was well, always I, that close to quitting. I told you, that was like a reverse MMO the way I, the
0: way that was. That one was just completely bonkers the way that game was built. Because that game was impossible from the start. And then once you got going, it was like you were just plowing through levels. Like, it was levels became a joke after a while. Yeah.
1: So, minor minor achievement
0: marks. Just like just like when I had started playing Asheron's Call, Asheron's Call that first year it was out before they went through and really redid a lot of the a, a lot of things in that game and made it into what it is now. You know, 13, 14 years later, the the leveling curve back then, considering that was the first MMO I had played and the only ones I had really known of that were somewhat popular. I mean, you had Meridian fifty nine, you had some of the muds that were out, but you know, you had. Um, you had EverQuest right before that, and before that you had the EA1 um, British, Sir British, what the hell, would, oh god, what the hell is the name? I just completely blanked on the name of it, I'll have to think of it. Um, the, the leveling in those early MMOs, I think for somebody to hit max level in Ashron's Call, Took almost a year that first time.
1: Hmm.
0: Where in most MMOs now, people are almost max level during the during the pre-release days. You know, if they give you if they give you head start days, there could be max level people by the end of those head start days before the game goes live. I mean, so it's it. I think the genre has changed significantly over the years.
1: Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm still on the fence. Hey, Ultima, yeah. Online,
0: Ultima Online was the game I was trying to think of. I okay. went completely blank trying to think of Ultima Online. That's why I was trying to say Lord British. I was hoping you were going to say Ultima when I said Lord British.
1: I, I, I'm thinking, I said, I know what Lord British is. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> then you said Ultima, and I, I'm face palming in my head.
0: <laughs> I, I just completely blanked out just as I was going through my train of thought. But it's, I mean, it was... It was crazy when that first person in Astron's Call hit like level one. What was one twenty six back then? Because that was such an odd level mm-hmm. um, number. Because usually everything was like fifty, um, the way most games went. And that that it was it was just crazy the the leveling curve that it it had become, and it got so much easier over the years. So, a um, couple other games I played. I don't know if you have too much more to say about ESO.
1: Not really. Uh, like I said, I'm just on the fence about it. I'm still not convinced I'm going to pay for it, but we'll see. Yeah. I played
0: a little bit of Danganronpa. Nothing I even really want to talk about because I didn't play that much. I played some some of the soccer table that I had downloaded on Zen Pinball 2, and I was playing some on my Vita the other night, um, just screwing around, just playing the little some little games here and there. Um, ESO was probably the big thing I played all week. I haven't really had a chance. One of the things I need to get into in the next day or so is I definitely need to go back into Diablo 3 Um, They did disable the online and real money auction houses. Hmm. Or the in-game auction house and the real money auction house um, on Diablo 3. So anything that you had in your banks in any of those, um, you need to pull out of there in the next five to seven days I think they're giving you before I think they're wiping most of that stuff. I had a lot of stuff sitting in those things out in the auction house, so I need to just pull that stuff in probably sell it in-game since it's probably not worth anything since a lot of the drops I can get are probably way better than anything I ever threw up on the auction house over a year ago. So I'll just turn that into in-game gold and see what happens there. One of the other things things I wanted to mention real quick. um, I wanted to download the update to SimCity. Don't know if I'm ever going to play it again. But there but there, there is an offline mode to it now. So the one thing that they said when the game first came out, that the game cannot... Be offline and has to be online and on their servers is now um, has come to reality. They basically put an offline mode in, and it's funny that those two big fumbles when when those came out were fixed on the on the same day. I believe that was yesterday when they took down the auction house and released the patch to um, get an offline mode in SimCity. I just think that's very ironic that um the communities cried so much over those choices by the developers and they were changed basically and
1: well, it, fixed it, on the same day. It's not so much a choice by the developers, it's a choice by the super organism known as EA that makes the that guides the decision of the game well, that, that one that one's for SimCity, yes. Yeah. Blizzard yeah. Lizard's Diablo. So Well but, yeah, well I mean for, for I, I was more referencing strictly to SimCity. I yeah. I haven't played D three, so I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna knock on them, but yeah that that bullshit with oh we can't go offline. Yeah, f fuck you dude. There's I, no way. <laughs> I think I think
0: GameSpot even went through and did a re review of Diablo three with that last update, especially since they took the stuff off the, the auction house stuff out now, um, and actually re reviewed it. Um, instead, it's a much better game than it was originally.
1: Wow, shocking! I mean, so I should I should see. I, I Tommy has Diablo three. I'll probably just go over his place and play it for a bit and see what I feel, and then probably commit to it. You Thanks. could pick it up on the PC, or you
0: can pick it up on PS three. Now, now, if you pick it up on PC, we'd be able to do um, a let's play. I was I so was I have it on PC.
1: I wasn't even thinking about picking it up on a console.
0: Yeah, it's it's out on PS3, and it's um, coming out on PS4 as well. I don't know if there's a date for that, though.
1: Hmm. (laughs) So what did you play? Kind of like you, uh, I've been a slow week for gaming. I've been working on a bunch of stuff for the podcast and, and everything like that. It's been tearing away my time from actually sitting down in front of my console or my PC um, i had actually planned on starting Star Ocean, which I made mention of, I believe, last week or the week before. And uh, I very stupidly picked up a different game while I was out the other day, uh, Tales of Zillia. And <laughs> I I was telling you before the show, I was like, oh, I'll just try 30 minutes of it, put it on the shelf, and I'll put it in my backlog and, and wait till I get to it. 30 minutes turned into six hours. Wow. Um, I now have 20 hours logged in the game. <laughs> Just 20? Just 20. You've been sleeping. I have, yes. I've <laughs> been doing the work for this and then sleeping, actually. Um, yeah, I so anything I was going to do with Star Ocean or, or going back to Final Fantasy XIII, not Lightning Returns, the original Final Fantasy XIII, um, that all went down the toilet for right now because I'm probably not going to pull this game out of my PS3 until it's done. So, yeah, there was that. I'm I, I I'm almost kind of ashamed. I I wanted to get the new Tales of game that just came out, um, because it's like kind of like a mesh crossover between I think, uh, Tales of Symphonia and one of the other previous Tales of games, and uh, I didn't get it. But I love Tales of Symphonia, dude. I put I, on the GameCube. I must have had like 170 hours in that one.
0: You put in some ridiculous amount
1: of hours in some of these freaking games. That's just Insane. Yeah, anybody who's looked on my Steam account, look at my hours for Resident Evil 6 and tell me you don't want to puke. <laughs> I mean, seriously. 106 last time I saw. That's
0: nuts, man. That is just complete nuts. You know, I was looking up the Diablo 3 review real quick. In the original review that they gave May 15th, 2012, or May 22nd, whenever the hell it was. Game release May 15th, reviewed May 22nd, 2012. It looks like the GameSpot gave it an 8.5. They said it's better, but this review, they gave it an 8. Really? Yeah, I'll have to read the whole review. I don't know why they would do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because they even said it's a much better game now. But it looks like you gave it a lower review. I don't
1: know what that means. I I don't either. See, that's I'll why we don't to, I'll I'll have to read a little bit about this. I that's guess I can't read up enough. That's why we don't re- do reviews on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, because reviews are well not like not like reviews, reviews, but like we don't do eight out of reviews. We don't we don't do eight out of tens or like five out of five, yeah. you know, that kind of bullshit. I mean why? if I'm gonna if I'm gonna give anything a rating, it's gonna be like six cats. Well,
0: I, th- I think what we kind of said we were going to do was basically like, since we do like what I'm playing now, we were going to do what I want to play, what I might want to play, what I don't want to play.
1: That's just way too complicated. I
0: that's mean, just... so <laughs> we are going to try to stick to an easy system. You know, Would, do we like it? Yeah, I want to play this. So that's what I want to play. Do you want to, if it's a game you should rent or something, you know what, you might want to play this. If we don't like it, you know what, I don't want to play this. So I'm not. it's not what I'm playing now. No, I'm, I, I mean no. so we try to keep things simple here on the podcast because we simple minded folks
1: just easier that way we're simple minded folk yeah and then you run into all this shit where it's like well how what do you do to get to ten if you're on a ten point scale you know what what do you do to get to five if you're on five like what the hell man well and then and then what if you add in the point
0: five so what's the difference between an eight and an eight point five in uh, a nine yeah it's, it's exactly. like really do you really need a 20 point scale? Just use whole freaking numbers,
1: <laughs> and use l- less than ten. I don't, don't need.
0: <laughs> I don't need to know something's a five point five. Tell me if it's a five or a six. It doesn't need
1: to be a five point five. Five point 5. five means that you may, if you're on a five, and you teeter a little bit, you might want it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I
1: we're not in high school. We're not in, you know, in grade
0: school or anything. You're not going to get an A plus, a C minus. I'm not going to give you an S
1: for satisfactory or a U for unsatisfactory. Oh my God, dude! Nobody's used those on report cards for years. <laughs> I think I was Go the ahead. last generation that got a U on a fucking report card. I just showed my age there, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did.
0: Well, considering you knew what it was too, I don't feel that bad.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, a hundred years younger than you, so... Go to hell.
0: <laughs> We're ending the fucking show on that note. All right. <laughs> you got anything else you're playing this week? Well, what do you want to play? We didn't even talk about that. Oh, well, you uh, talked about what you wanted to play. The Symphonia that, game. You could say that.
1: Yeah, well, that. But then there was also, next week, uh Barrel at Sea, episode two. I will be live-streaming that one as well because that's going to be a farewell to Irrational Games. Uh, Love you guys. I'm probably
0: going to play um, episode 2 of season 2 for The Walking Dead. Um, since I didn't get to play it this past week, I wanted to do that this past week and didn't get a chance, so that's probably going to be something I try to knock out this weekend. Because um, I want to try to knock that one out. Um, I wish there was another ESO beta. I kind of want to play that again. <laughs> You're having withdrawals? Skin's <laughs> getting itchy? I wouldn't say I'm having withdrawals. I'm not... I'm not that hooked on it to where... I want to stop playing everything else. But, like I think I mentioned to you before, since I like MMO so much, I really haven't been playing Asheron's Call too, too much lately, and I'm kind of looking to play one. I'd like one to just maybe play around with casually, you know, mm. a couple of times a week. Not like, you know, I don't want it to take up all my gaming hours like they normally do. And I know <laughs> if I start playing ESO, it will for the first couple of weeks. But um, I would like to have that as a game I play. In my repertoire. Hmm. And in my catalog, so... We'll see what happens.
1: Oh, but I think we're going to call the show there. We're right about an hour. Bitches are already getting the frickin' limited edition of the Final Fantasy Ten HD remake for PS3. Oh, did you order one? Yeah, I ordered one, but I don't have it. Oh, I, mean, I don't know, so I don't have the tracking. Somebody... Oh. They, they Dude, when you order shit from Square Enix, they'd never give you the tracking for any of that shit. Never oh, You can get it through Amazon. No, I ordered it straight from Square Enix. Oh, okay. That comes from a comes Phoenix. from di- from a Digital River. Uh, somebody on my Twitter feed uh, posted the pictures of it. I'm like, nice. yeah, I want it. You already awesome. played them. You've already played them, though, haven't you? Uh, I've I've played ten. Never finished it. I played and beat the shit out of ten too. Um, <laughs> I played ten. I never finished it. Yeah. So played a would... lot of
0: what was it called in that game? <laughs> uh water ball no
1: blitz 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 ball yeah blitz ball yeah my buddy my buddy steve my bloody steve was i fucking hated blitz ball uh my buddy steve was really really good at it
0: really that's awesome
1: oh he was dude he he beat down every team in every match you ever played in that game it was crazy crazy yeah, that was that was that was Final Fantasy X was a good game. Kim bought
0: me that years ago when we first bought bought the PlayStation 2. she had bought me the strategy guide and everything. I played that for a while. I don't know how many hours I had into it but I know I played it for quite a while before I got of course pulled into something else some <laughs> ADD, so um, all right send us some emails what I'm playing now at gmail.com follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Um, we should probably have our podcast up on iTunes here shortly. Um, as long as Greg gives me the okay to go ahead and do that. Um, I wanted to talk to him about that right after the show. Um, And that's about it. Everybody go out there, play some more games, and next week we're going to let you know what we're playing now. Have a good one, everybody. See ya.
1: Peace.